Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. The air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right, it's about to begin. Well, it's already begun. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson, and we have a full hour of great automotive information for you. New models, new updates. We'll be talking tech. We might even have a little bit of an as the Tesla turns, Les Jackson. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about that, and we're going to have an at-the-wheel review, so let's get into it. GM starts off with a a really tough off-roader. We've been seeing a lot of tough off-roaders coming by the way, and this is the Canyon AT4X. This is sort of like a, a mini Raptor for them. A lot of cool stuff, and they even have a cool interior, Les Jackson. It, it does look good. Um, in previous years, the Colorado Canyon uh, series have been sort of plain. Yeah, kind of not competitive. Now they yeah. got a real, a real runner, right? It's looking good. And uh, Subaru updates the largest model in its line, the Ascent. Yeah. You don't see these too Ooh. often, but uh, they are... They are around, and they wanted to have a three-row SUV, and they have one. We'll tell you what the updates are. Uh, What's in the new government bill when it comes to electric car tax credits? Well, it's interesting. A lot of vehicles don't qualify anymore. We'll tell you about it. Try to untangle it, right? That's right. That's kind of only fair. And uh, we're going to talk tech this hour, this time hydrogen power by 2025. Well... One manufacturer says it'll be ready to go, and that'll be that'll be cool. Because yep. right now it's only Honda. Yeah, and also we're going to take a look at some of the most stolen vehicles and how you can protect yourself hmm. uh, to avoid being in a stolen vehicle. Right. That's right. Um, that you could just put a sign on it saying that. This vehicle is protected by the Mafia. <laughs> mafia staff vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Or how about a Hell's Angel sticker? That would that yeah, would something like that. Yeah, that would that would get their attention. And uh, I'll have an at the wheel review of the Land Rover Defender 90 V8. The Defender and the Land Rover have been produced or were produced for 67 years straight. They stopped a couple of years ago, then they brought it back. Yep. And this thing was a lot of fun, and it was uh, a lot of money. Haven't been in one in a long time. Yeah, I I would say between this and the G-Wagon, I would like this better than the G-Wagon. And mine was the two-door, the 90. Of course, Hmm. you can get the 110, which is the four-door, and the 130, which is just released and come out, and that's the three-row version. But mine was like the small two-door 
uh, SUV. You don't see many of those anymore, but you're going to see one later on Cruise Control. Hey, it's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We will be right back, so stay tuned to Cruise Control. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Let's talk Canyon. <laughs> okay. Not not the Grand, <laughs> but the GMC Canyon, uh, which heretofore has been kind of a, okay, so they make one uh, small truck, smaller truck. Yeah. But the new one, nicely fitted. Did a nice job, and they've got a a new version, the AT4X. Yep, which uh, is pretty aggressive. Yeah, they call it the most advanced off-road midsize truck, and uh, it it's got some pretty cool stuff in it. I mean, of course, it's got things like an available head-up display, fully digital information center, wireless Apple CarPlay. Available Google built-in. But here's the one thing that caught my eye. Available underbody cameras, including front and rear-facing views underneath the vehicle. And Mm -hmm. it also has a way of these cameras to wash themselves. So, obviously, you're going to get, you know, dirt on them. Yeah. Now, if they could just make those cameras, as soon as you go go off-road, start live streaming to Facebook or YouTube, that would be pretty cool, couldn't it? How come any camera can take very clear pictures, uh, and in this case, under the, the truck, but cameras on, on uh, house doors that see who's at the front door are, are just terrible. They're blurred. You know, the, the um, security cameras. I can't answer that. I, I think I think we would need to have someone on uh, from, I believe, it, that's owned by Amazon, isn't it? The front door camera. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Well, but uh, this, is, uh, this comes with some cool things from the factory that you don't normally see. Uh, front 30-inch off-road light, grill light bar. It's got an LED bar in there. It's got a, a bumper with Safari bar, 17-inch beadlock-capable wheels, reconfigurable bed rail system, performance front skid plate, and uh, kind of a unique Edition 1 tailgate badge. It also has a tailgate that you can store things in. It's got like a little compartment. Um, now, do, do they offer the... You know, that like four in one tailgate? Uh, it's a little bit different than that. It, it's sort of like got a storage compartment with a flip up storage area, like lockable storage in the tailgate. Hmm. Um, it also gets serious off road. It's got 10.7 inches of ground clearance. That's standard on the AT4X model. Uh, and a two inch factory lift for elevation. Standard three-inch factory lift on the AT4X, um, and it is uh, got an off-road optimized 2.7-liter turbo engine, um, enhanced front and rear electronic electronic locking differentials, and exclusive to the AT4X, 
Baja mode for high speed off road <laughs> driving. You do a lot of that, I know, right? Oh yeah, I uh, I practice for the Baja every day. <laughs> Because you um, never know when you'll find yourself in this. Right? Never know when I'll get called to drive the Baja at <laughs> 70 miles an hour. Yeah. So there become a player in this market with this vehicle. I think it's a pretty cool looking tough truck. Yeah. It's a little bit smaller than, let's say, a Raptor. Um, you know, so this is the trend. I mean, frankly, too, you got to look at this interior GM for the longest time, GMC, their interiors were noted for just black plastic and flat black plastic all over yep. the place. Looked terrible. Looked like looked like it wasn't finished. Um, you know, and the parts bin GM uh, switch gear from you know the '90s, uh, really yeah. really fuddly interior. Uh, but that has all changed, and uh, look at that factory winch and that bully bar in the front. Pretty good look. Tough look. It, I have to it say. is. I mean, this thing clearly is serious. It's serious. It's not, you know, once again, probably just like the Raptor and many other trucks that come from the factory like this, you couldn't build it for the price. Um, no. I don't think we have a price on it, but I'm I'm sure you could build it. I'm looking. I don't think we do. Yeah. So there you have oh, it. Oh no, we do. All Thanks. right. What what's the price? Uh the ATX uh 63350. There you go. <laughs> That's uh, okay, so it's more than I thought. Yeah. But but pretty nice. Pretty nice stuff. Let's talk about a different vehicle that uh, they're known for off-roading, but probably not as heavy-duty <laughs> as that, and that is the Subaru Ascent. They're three-row. When we come back on Cruise Control, we're going to tell you pricing on this model, so stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. We will be right back with more news about cars and trucks. Stay tuned. Right. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les, he's Fred, and as promised before the break, uh, we're not talking about a truck, but we are talking about off-road, not as much as the GMC <laughs> Canyon. No. But comfortably, uh, Subaru has the Ascent, which is their biggest SUV. Yep. Um, three rows which, you know, you don't think of Subaru going that large, but just like everybody else, they are. And it's, you know, it's not terribly expensive, which is pleasant. Yeah, which is pleasant <laughs> and unheard of it's, nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, starting price is 33.8. And, and that's, you know, that's for something that large. Yeah. Uh, so here's what it gets for 2023. Uh, eyesight driver assist technology with a wide right. angle mono camera. Remember, they had two cameras, one on either side of the rear view mirror up a little bit higher above the rear view mirror. Now they've gone to one wide angle mono camera. Wireless Apple CarPlay and wireless Android Auto are standard. I guess that even includes the base model for $33,000. Um, dollars 33,895 new surround view camera featuring 360 overhead view 
is available. Starlink 11.6 Multimedia Plus system. The Onyx Edition Limited Trim Level. It's another trend. Everyone wants an all blacked out version. It's uh, yeah. I, I I'm on record as not <laughs> liking black painted, black colored cars. I just don't think any of them look good. Yeah. Well, uh, it comes in six trim levels: base, premium, Onyx Edition, Onyx Edition Limited, Limited Touring, and uh, Limited and Touring. Uh, and it will hit the uh, dealers uh, this winter. Now you got to put yourself in in Subaru dealers. You know, think about it. Family comes in. Well, we want to trade in our uh, Forester. <clears throat> We're really looking for a three row. What do you got? And they right. had had to do this. You do see them. You do see them. Um, you know, every once in a while. The, this is powered by a two point four liter turbo boxer engine. 260 horsepower and a CVT transmission with an eight-speed manual mode. The premium trim uh, kicks up uh, with blind spot detection, lane change assist, rear cross traffic alert, and body color side mirrors, rear privacy glass, eight-way power driver's seat, leather-wrapped steering wheel, etc. $36,495. Still not bad. and then uh, you can add in things like keyless access with push button start. Interesting. That that is optional. Push button. That's start. interesting. Uh, that is a fourteen hundred dollar package. The Onyx Edition, uh, forty one thousand two ninety five. The one you would buy less because it has the black finish exterior. <laughs> sure. Elements including badging, twenty inch alloy wheels. Uh, and then uh, you you can keep going all the way up. Uh, you know, there's cool things like, but they they get pricey thirty thirty five hundred dollars for Starlink multimedia navigation system, Harman Kardon stereo, panoramic moonroof. The top of the line Ascent Touring goes for forty eight thousand one ninety five. And it's got uh, chrome folding exterior mirrors, unique interior upgrades, wood grain pattern matte finish, and a whole lot more. So yeah. Now, what is the difference uh, between the seven passenger and the eight passenger? I'm uh, assuming it's bucket seats in the front, so that's two people. Probably it's got a full seat in the back. Well, so you would or, have a bench seat as opposed to captain's chairs in the second row. Okay. So you have a bench seat, and then you would have to slide that seat forward. You couldn't walk in between it. Hmm. But still, as yeah. far as things go these days, the Subaru Ascent is a bit of a deal, isn't it? You know, it's, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say it's a deal, but. It certainly is less expensive than any of the others we've talked about um, this year. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's capable. It's got a good all-wheel drive system. It's a it's a Subaru. Subaru's yeah. had a little rough. They just can't get parts. One of their most popular models, the Crosstrek, it was supposed to come out completely redone, new interior uh, interior upgrades. What they came out with for 2023 was just a few trim updates and uh so you know they will eventually get to that but they've had some 
tough time getting parts and pieces to put these things together. That's right. That's right. But it is built in Lafayette, Indiana. Oh, wow. Okay. I did not realize uh, that. With, you know, where they build the Impreza and the Legacy and the Outback. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, it's a domestic car. Will they have a wilderness edition of the Ascent? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. Remember trivia contest question? What was the Ascent called before it was the Ascent? Their big model? That's right. Trivia contest question two for Les Jackson. Yeah. Name well, I... for a section of New York where is also the name of a film. Festival. Oh, yes. The Tribeca. Good. That was a good hint, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's. And why they named it that. I don't know. Uh, you still see I, them around, but very, very rarely. So, hmm. yeah. So there you have it. But you can't turn people away. If they want a three-row, you can't say, hey, I don't have that. Buy, buy, That's right. Yeah, well, <laughs> buy a Forester or buy an Outback yeah. and a Crosstrek and just take we'll two vehicles. put a three. seat on the back. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put the rear-facing seat in the back. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sell you a Forester plus two folding chairs. <laughs> exactly, it's it's yep. the extended capacity. Hey, when we <laughs> come back, we're gonna look at the new government bill, how it relates to electric cars and tax credits. Uh, getting a little controversial here, though. I don't think I will, Les. They call it the inflation reduction. Even Bernie Sanders said it's not inflation reduction. But we're not well, it's, we're not yeah. we're not gonna get into that um, political. We're just gonna look at how it relates to EVs and what might be in that bill and uh, what what the idea is there, what cars would still qualify. Many, many won't. Um, so it would be interesting to see. It's sort of like taking the $7,500 credit away, but not really taking it away. But we'll, 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 kick, yeah. that, we'll kick that around. Uh, and also, um, what vehicles are the most stolen and how can you protect yourself? And then I'll have decidedly not an EV, uh, the Land Rover <laughs> Defender. Uh, the Land Rover Defender 90 V8. It's got a big honk and supercharged V8 in it. Um, and you can get that with everything from like a, a four cylinder up to the big hunk and V eight um, diesel. Uh, I don't know if you can get a diesel in the. I US. don't think here, but yeah, it would be ideal for for a diesel, but um, yeah, it it does not have one, and it certainly has a big a five point liter V eight supercharged engine, five hundred and eighteen horsepower. 461 pound-feet of torque, eight-speed automatic. What I liked about it is it just, it looked cool because it was two-door. You just don't see those anymore, two-door. Not not very easy to get in and out of in the back seat, but it looked cool. No. And I know you're all about that, looking cool. It doesn't have to be efficient, just has to look cool, right? It's got to, it's got to go, stop, and handle effortlessly <laughs> well this not, could, if not cheaply this can that can do that and it can climb really well too right yeah so that's the uh land rover defender coming up uh real soon 
uh, at the Wheel Review. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. Don't forget, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and more. You can always right. you can have a 24-7 cruise control. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson. We are going to talk about EV tax credits with this bill. That's right. It's called Inflation Reduction Act, but as I said before, nobody really thinks it's that. Even Bernie Sanders doesn't think that. But yeah, it, but we're not here to debate that. We're just no, going to. We're not. We're not economists. No, we're, we're going to talk about EV tax credits and the changes that will be coming if you're you're thinking about buying a vehicle. And it's actually a little bit uh, more complex than what we have experienced in the past. Now, EV buyers will receive a $7,500 tax credit on a new car and a $4,000 tax credit on a used car. Right. And, and it's not that it's not quite that simple, but uh, they will no longer have to wait for the tax season to claim it back. In other words, it's supposedly going to be off the top right at the dealer. At, yeah, at the dealer. And then they'll add ten thousand dollars on <laughs> as a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, why is it you added seventy five hundred dollars to the price of the car? That's what's going to happen. They're going to say I guarantee it. Yeah, it, it will just magically go away. Right. Mm -hmm. Somehow this is going to smell. But anyway, um, there's very strict requirements for these things. They have instead of the two hundred thousand model, uh, two hundred thousand vehicle cap that a lot of manufacturers have hit, like Tesla and GM, that goes away and and will end. Uh, the new cap is the new cap is set just at twenty. 32, the year 2032. So after that, there'll be no more discounts. Problem is, uh, there's very specific requirements for these vehicles. So here they are, and this comes from Forbes Wheels, who broke it out really nicely. Eligible cars cannot have an MSRP exceeding $55,000. MSRPs for right. eligible trucks, vans, and SUVs cannot exceed 80000 Income limits for buyers of new vehicles are 300000 for those filing joint federal tax returns, 225000 for head of household filers, and 150000 for individual flyer, filers. Vehicles must be assembled in North America to be eligible, and credit applies to vehicles built after December 31, 2022. Uh, and then there's more. An eligible vehicle's <laughs> battery must contain certain levels of critical minerals such as lithium that are sourced in North America or one of the countries with which the U.S. has a free trade agreement. Minimal acceptable levels start at 40% by cost in 2023 and increase by 10% annually until hitting 80% in 2027. 
Battery-critical materials from China, Russia, and other nations are deemed countries of particular concern by the U.S. State Department. Yes. Okay. That's, that's a lovely... Uh, that includes New Jersey, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's, well, but, so currently there are twelve only 12 models that would yeah. qualify for this. But, but you have to admit this is rather fair. Uh, as far as the, I, you know, as, as it, capping people, you know, big, expensive, you know, Tesla X and and you name it, but uh, then, you know, the, these people don't need a tax credit. But remember, too, that the price, I mean, 50,000 will be the, the normal 50, 60,000. Right. I think what's going to happen is I'd be very concerned. I walk into the dealer and mm -hmm. 7,500 comes off and 10,000 goes on. I I cannot argue that because yeah. I'm the same skeptic you are. Yeah. So um, here's but, the list of cars that could qualify according to Forbes Wheels. They've run this down, and we're going to just credit them with great, great research on this. Chevy Bolt EV, however long that lives on. Chevy Bolt yeah. EUV. Chevrolet Blazer EV, Chevrolet Silverado EV, um, Cadillac Lyric, if classed as an SUV, they haven't done that yet, Ford Lightning, Ford Mustang Mach-E, Nissan Leaf, Tesla Model 3, base trim only, Tesla Model Y, depending on options, and right. Vol Volkswagen ID4, which I happen to be driving, but only models made in Tennessee. The one I'm driving is not made in Tennessee because they haven't started doing that yet, I don't think. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Nissan Leaf, which is assembled here. I guess it is. I, I'd have to look. But, but the battery and whatever else comes from but not countries, countries of... Particular concern. Of less, of particular concern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sort of sounds like person of interest when the police say. It does. You're, not a, of you're not a suspect. You're a person of interest. Person of interest means they're coming after you. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, take any plane flights. Yeah. So complex, I think it could be muddied up at the dealers. I don't know. Well, uh <laughs> The dealers, one of the, a non-economist friend of mine years ago developed a theory about money. And he said, money, when it changes hands, goes through a, a, a stage of slurpability. <laughs> and car dealers uh, and lawyers uh, have gone to slurp school <laughs> to, to learn how to slurp that money away when it's changing hands. So yeah, there you are. Is that like when, when they just confuse everything like, well, we'll take this off, put this in, etch right, the glass, right. you know, do this, spray the, spray the uh, water repellent and, yeah, and juggling and right. And somehow you don't really know what you're paying for the vehicle. You just know, well, here's the payment. Well, how long do I have to pay that? You know, can you tell me what the vehicle actually cost? Fair question. You're buying something. Sure. Uh, no, <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> so anyway, there you have it. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that will all work out. Um, I don't either. 
Um, it'll will get sorted more, out. Will, will there be more discounts? Will it lead to well, batteries, battery manufacturing in the U.S.? Will it lead sure, to more? Sure, sure. Um, so let's say VinFast, uh, the Vietnam, Vietnamese company, is building cars in the U.S., depending where they source their batteries, you know? Well, they'll source the materials in Canada. Because that's not a country of interest or, or a country of con well, particular concern. You know, we, we actually <laughs> get along with Canada. Um, but the other thing that's going to happen quickly is all the manufacturers want to bring out more electric models. Sure. So they're going to focus on the low end, on the entry level and on smaller CUVs. You think so? I think so. I think I, they'll flood the market. I don't know. I I. I, you know, it's hard to say. I think they want to, a lot of them want to build just less vehicles, more expensive and make more money. I don't know. Well, they do, but they also want to sell units. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how this all shakes out, but it's not quite as simple <laughs> as it was. Not simple. Not simple. And you bet a whole lot of lobbying went to get on that list. <laughs> Uh, do they do any lobbying. lobbying in Washington, Les? Oh, here? Yeah, a little lobbying, a little like uh, cramping have, and shaping and We and have 12,431 lobbyists registered oh, here wow. in D.C. Wow. And last year, they spent over $5 billion, with a B, in donations to, to you know, the 450 congressmen and Greece. the 100 senators. Greece is the word. <laughs> so do the math. All right. Let's let's uh, talk about something here that's a little bit more fun, uh, and that is the Myers-Manx coming back, announced this week, all-electric dune buggy, 300 miles of range. Will this qualify, Les? Maybe. Uh, well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh and is a California company building this 20 kilowatt battery? Will they have a 20 kilowatt version, 150 miles? They have a higher output range model that will give you 300 miles of range, zero to 60 in 4.5 seconds. There is Les Jackson with his, uh, you know, active lifestyle device on the top. I have to have. I actually drove one of those back in the 60s. What was that like? I didn't own it. A <laughs> friend of mine owned it. I drove it into Georgetown, mm -hmm. uh, where we always went on the Friday and Saturday nights, and I thought it would be a babe magnet, <laughs> which today it would. Yep. People just laughed at it. They thought it was they thought it was goofy looking. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. The electric version of the Myers Manx. When we come back, we're having at the wheel review of the Land Rover Defender 90 V8. So stay tuned. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back. It's that time again, Les Jackson. Time for an at-the-wheel review. This week, we are looking at the 
Land Rover. Very cool vehicle. Defender 90, the V8 edition. I love this vehicle because it looks like a toy truck I played with when I was a kid, you know? Very, it, yeah. uh, very short overhangs <laughs> front and back. That is a huge wheel. Huge wheels. Um, and, you know, very cool. You, you think like, well, it's just a square box. So you got to look close. There's a lot of detail, a lot of textures around. And I have to tell you, they put Defender everywhere on this. On the inside, it's still got that kind of military look with uh, exposed fasteners. You can see the white metal door when the door is closed. So it gives it kind of mm -hmm. that a little bit of a rough look. But the interior was nice. Uh, you know, while it was that kind of military look, it, it certainly was comfortable. The rear seat is accessed by sliding the front and tilting them. Once you get back there, it's good room. You've got all kind of USB ports and things like that. Out back, it's got a swing out door. Not a lot of room behind the rear seat. You do have a 110-volt AC outlet and a 12-volt outlet on the other side. Um, there is a full spare in this vehicle. And, uh, of course, you get hooks to hang on to things. What I found uh, that's kind of nice, you can raise and lower the vehicle while standing at the back pretty pretty significantly. You can uh, raise and lower it. Throw the seats down. Uh, there's kind of an aluminum bar that kind of breaks up the storage area. V8, 518 horsepower, supercharged, 5-liter. Sounded good. Uh, was husky sounding and uh you know plenty of pull i haven't had a, a v8 vehicle in a long time other than let's say a corvette or a mustang or dodge product but you know they used to be pretty common in our press cars they are rare as a hound's tooth right now hen's tooth they sure are yeah um but a lot of fun to drive good throaty sound um a lot of power plenty of power um I also liked on the exterior, they had lots of Land Rover things like that diamond plate on the hood. And of course, it has to say Defender on the side. And there's a huge Defender call out on the, on the hmm. front uh, of the hood. Um, another nice thing, they have Alpine windows. Those little windows are hidden outside. And they blend into the roof. But those little slit-like windows are called Alpine windows on a Land Rover. And uh, they, I have a different name. What do you call Cena Cruiser? Cena Cruiser, yeah. That's like like the Greyhounds. Yeah. Ours was uh, Yulong White, if I'm saying that correctly, with black accents. Uh, so, uh, pretty cool looking truck. Short wheelbase, uh, minimal overhangs, big wheels. Um, and this is the 90. So the 90 is the two-door version. If you want something a little bit bigger, you can get a four-door version, which is called the 110. And then mm. for 2023, uh, the model I've reviewed was a 2022 model. But for 2023, they have the 130, which is a three-row. Uh, so you can, you can bring along the whole family for your off-roading adventures. Um, as I said, it is a Yulong white uh, with black trim, ebony interior, and uh, they've harkened back. This vehicle was produced for 67 years. They stopped 
about three years ago, and then they brought it back. And they've tried to kind of integrate a lot of those features of the old vehicle into it. So the classic difficult problem for any manufacturer to update a classic vehicle. And if you've been you know, building this for 67 years, it's hard to do. I even like how they block the hood release off. It's hard to see, but there's like a little plastic piece that comes out so you can't open the hood while you're underway. And when you open the hmm. door, it's sort of like an old Cute. callback to a military truck, an easy way of doing that, you know? Um, do do those rear seats fold flat? No, uh, not completely. Not completely. There's a, like a little step up, like a piece of aluminum um, where that houses the hinge. So they fold flat, but there is never a flat floor completely. It's always that piece of aluminum behind the door that mm. uh, that I guess hides the hinge assembly. So it's not like a super flat area. This is sort of like a, a Wrangler if you wanted to really upscale it, you know, being a two-door. And I thought, how many other two-door uh, full-size SUVs are there? Probably just the G-Wagon, right? I can't. That's about it. I can't think of any, any more of them. Uh, of course, there used to be a Blazer two-door and all that. And while they look cool, would you get a two-door version or would you get a 110 with four doors? No, I I just think four doors is mandatory now. Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of agree that uh, it, it would, while it looks cool, it's a little bit hard to get into. Um, let's look at some of the numbers here. Uh, so we have that five-liter V8 gas engine. Um, which uh, puts out 518 horsepower, which is quite stout. But you don't have to get that. You can get uh, you can get a smaller. Or you can get a four cylinder. I'll give you an idea of some of the pricing pricing on this. You can get a four cylinder model uh, that uh, starts with a two liter turbocharged Ingium, 296 horsepower Defender 90. 47,700 the defender 90s which is a little bit higher trim level 51,100 you can get a mild hybrid 3 liter turbocharged engine 395 horsepower that's in the defender x dynamic xe 65,100 uh and then you step up to what we had the defender 90 V8, 5-liter supercharged V8, 506, 18 horsepower, 461 pound-feet of torque. Base on that is 97,200. If you want to go for more, this was interesting. They have the Carpathian edition. Now, I've just been hitting you with trivia all day. Carpathian, Carpathia. What? Right. That was the ship that rescued or tried to rescue the Titanic. The Carpathia, yes, was the ship that rescued the survivors of the, the Titanic. Titanic, yeah. So anyway, that yeah. that would be the top of the, the range, um, and that would be uh, 104000 But let's look at ours, uh, what we would have paid if we did it, Defender 90 V8. Uh, it has uh, a lot of different uh, cool kind of, uh, you know, nods to the past. Premium LED headlights. Uh, it's got opening panoramic roof. It's got rain-sensing wipers. 
Um, all kinds of cool stuff coupled with that kind of truck truck look. It's got the 10-inch uh, PV uh, Navigation Pro system, keyless entry, uh, a whole bunch of things. Meridian sound system, which was actually quite nice for a very truck-like truck. Um, it was a bit noisy inside, I will say that, but I guess if you buy this, you don't care. So our as-tested price with a $1,350 delivery included $106,710. Uh, mileage? Yeah, you get some. <laughs> uh, yeah. 16 it's... city, 19 oh. highway. Um, I, I'm sorry, 15 city, 19 highway, 16 as the aggregate Not, uh, number. Hmm. So Se- you pay the gas guzzler tax. Well, you know, or do you? No, it's a I, truck. I don't think you do. It's not listed here, at least. So, uh, but if this is what you're looking for, a very kind of military style, very capable off roader, mm. uh, especially if you're looking for no uh, vehicle in front or back <laughs> of the wheels because they had nothing, then that's the way they go. That is the Land Rover Defender 90 V8. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.